Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode six of Music on the Run. This week's guest, comedian, actor, musician, and my good buddy, Sinbad. Now, when Sinbad and I get together, you know, all bets are off. I mean, we talked about absolutely everything on planet Earth. We didn't even have a formal beginning to this conversation. We just kind of started right in. Sinbad is an absolutely fascinating guy. I didn't realize what a historian he is when it comes to music and all things, really. And that's next on Music on the Run. Before we get started here, do me a favor. Wherever you got this podcast, make sure you subscribe, give us a rating, and if you have time and you like what you're hearing, make sure you write a review. It really helps us get the word out so we can have a lot more people coming to the party. Yeah, You've been married car. longer than I have. Yeah, played the card. When I was divorced and back, that's why but I got a, knowledge. A girl so nice, you had to marry her twice. That's right, man. Unbelievable. I know how I, did that? I, know I just got right, so I married her twice. Well, <laughs> so how does that? How does that work? You, it, you, it was you, no plan. You got divorced. Mm-hmm. For eleven that years. That was it. And what? For eleven years, we was divorced for eleven. No. Years. Yeah. And it, then, okay, it, but, I, I moved fifteen minutes away. Uh, so my kids. This is what happens when you when you when you're married. You, you get divorced with kids. You're not single. They need a new word for it. Somebody has to develop a new word. When you're single with kids and divorce, it's a different void. You you can't run around like guys who are single. You can't run around like a divorced man with no kids, because you're still a father with kids. Now guys who right. ain't, guys who ain't shit try to run around like they're single. Go get a bachelor pad. I said I'm gonna get a house. I got my bedroom stuff last. I got it for my kids first. Of course. I set the house up for them first. Right. So you, you're you trolling for women at like Chuck E. Cheese and Discovery Zone and shit. Because <laughs> you, 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 you need a woman with just as much responsibility as you got. Right. Exactly. I, you know, I don't want someone to go like, I thought we were going out. My, my, my daughter, I got a play. <sighs> this ain't working out. I said, well, when they're supposed to work out, I was just sleeping with you. Oh. Yeah. No, you got, you know, at some point, you just be honest. I said, look, I know I can't be possibly the only guy you're seeing because I don't see you enough. So let's not play this game. Just think when you get oh, older, this you can you, be this honest. This I'm not, not going to play this game with you. I'm not going to play this game like I'm the only guy you see. Okay? We're not going to do that. Right. And I'm not mad that you see other people because I need somebody else to take the weight off me. I need you to see other people. Woo, really? Yeah. That's some I said, br- I'm not brutally, looking, I said, brutally honest not, I said, stuff, I'm not man. looking for a connection. I don't need that. And if that makes you mad, you should never see me again. And if no. it doesn't make you mad, damn, what kind of woman are you? Wow. I said, I'm cool all by myself. So they make all these movies for women. I can do bad by myself, but so can I. True. Same rules for women are for men, but women, women act like men are having a great time out here. Like, I got to be body conscious. You think a fat dude getting a lot of dates? You think a fat, <laughs> ugly dude getting a lot of dates? What the hell are you talking about? Wow. What, what year pic- picture did I get of you? That's Oh, that's from um, when I did... Um, oh, that's when I did... Um, where you been? That was the photo session for Where You Been. That's on Hollywood Boulevard. No kidding. Yep. I was standing in the middle of the car. Is that the HBO? Yeah. The Comedy Central one. Oh, Comedy Central. Okay. And I was running in the street and running out the street. Because I had one of the photographers. Man, this would be a great shot if you could run in the street. I said, what? I like photographers. Man, just we'll get the cars. And he's sitting in the street and people blowing at him. I got to give photographers a dedicated. A good photographer will fall off a cliff and die. He'll swim with sharks. Dude, they, the they, they, a good videographer and a photographer are like, 
You got to have, they got good knees and backs because they bend down, they're in the right. dirt. Then I'm like getting the tennis shoes dirty. I'm just watching this guy. Like directors of movies said, <laughs> man, I don't go like, oh God, his shoes are dirty. In my, that's my mind going, oh man, he got on the ground with his shoes. Right, right. His tennis shoes. Or, the, or the, cam- the camera guy would just get on his knees and, 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 and take the shot. I'm like, he got his pants messed up. <laughs> right, they don't so care. I'm not made for that job. Yeah, no, they I have love to wear that. My cinematography pants. I'm not doing that. With the, with with the my pants building to the knees, oh. I would get my pants developed. I would make a line of clothes just for cinematographers. Exactly. I would make money. It's padded a little bit, so it looks like patched jeans, but it's padded underneath. Right. Yeah, perfect. And lots of pockets. Put all the clips and lenses. Right, exactly. Yeah, why not? Fashionable, dude. You've been on the road as long as I've been in the music business. Yeah, what 83? 80, 83, yeah, 83, 84. 83 is when I yeah. joined the time. Wow. Yeah. But I was like five. And you were like But y'all were like, y'all were like, I was, man, I was 83. How old was I? I was 26? I was 17, so yeah, 18. Maybe, like well, that. I was 26, maybe. Okay. So yeah. what, uh, how do you, what's what's the key here? I mean, you're still out working hard than I've ever seen you work. Because uh, I didn't make that 100 million. <laughs> <laughs> but kind of. But you know, you know what it is, man? That's funny. I saw guys like, say, Eddie Murphy and, and, and Chris Rock and, and, and Chappelle. Right. There comes a point. Now, now, remember now, Seinfeld, Bill Cosby, other guys, he worked even when he was rich. J- Jay Leno still goes on the road. He likes to road. Oh. road. I think comics like to road. Yeah. But you, the thing is, they don't have to do it. And they can catch a private jet and get back home. Right. For me, I think what it is, I said, it was my career has been a strange career. Because in my mind, and when I see myself... Dude, I, I should have made them hundred million just like those guys made it. Yeah, wow. And, and I couldn't put my finger on it. And I think, I think what it is, when I got to Hollywood, when I was on the road, and before I got to Hollywood in '85, man, cast, man, that's Sinbad. Sinbad's bad. He's funny. Yeah. When I got to Hollywood, I was dirty when I started. I cleaned up because my dad came to a show because I just wanted, I just didn't want to have to go through all that craziness. You don't want to deal with that because well, you're a PK. No, but the, my dad's cool. He would, he would. But the four comments in front of me. Were unfunny and dirty. Ain't nothing worse than unfunny, dirty comic. Right, right. So I said, well, let me let me clean up so my, my dad can at least sit here and I can. And I said, but I'm gonna be just as aggressive. I'm gonna be just as controversial. So people weren't picking up that I was was not dirty. Right. They didn't pick up that I wasn't cussing. Cause someone said, man, did you not cuss tonight? They couldn't pick it up because I was the subject subject material and everything. When I got to Hollywood, Hollywood always has what box do we put somebody in? Especially right. a, a black entertainer. Mm. Is he black rock? Is he black funk? Mm. Is he jazz? What is right, he, right, right. What's he trying to do? When I yeah. got there, is, is he clean? Is he dirty? Is he prior? Is he Cosby? They'll never go like, well, maybe he's Robin Williams. Or maybe he's, he's right. a mixture of everything. So I became, oh, he's clean. He's squeaky clean. He's all American. I was like this. You just killed everything I'm doing. That Pigeon article, told you right from Pigeon the start. And then, they would, then when they would have meetings with me, like, oh, he's real militant. He's not what we thought he was. So now they took it. He's hard to work with. Oh no! What? Because, oh yeah, I was hard to work with because like, hey man, let me try that different. Oh, he's trying. They would call him. To, <laughs> he's trying to do his own. No, because you're competitive and he's you trying, want to do it right. He's trying to do his own lines. <laughs> and really, I would hear this. I'm like this. Folks would say that to you. They got, hear that behind yes, your back. Oh, I heard. He's hard to work with. I said, no man, you just had a guy here who's a drug addict. You taking care of him? We got one guy over here beats his wife, but the show's a hit. So the thing is, they need to hit. Yeah. Then you can be anything you want. But I didn't, I didn't. I didn't get to hit with my Sinbad show because I couldn't do the thing that sets me apart. Is it's like with Mork and Mindy, Robin. You can't write from Robin. That stuff comes from Robin's consciousness. Right. And they finally would just put in a script. 
Robin speaks. Because you can't write it. For me, it was like this. He won't do what we wrote. I said, dude, trust me. I'll make sure all this works. But what makes me me, the only reason this show should work is because you can't replace me with somebody else. What makes you special, like you as a bass player. Right. If, I, if they can just get rid of you and somebody come in like this, then why was I there? Exactly if I can't right. put a signature, if I can't put some signature on this, why am I here? Yeah, why, why are you trying to carve me into something yeah. I'm not? Plus, if, that, if you need that, if you can get anybody else to replace me, then I don't need to be here. What's well, absolutely similar to the music business. And yes. you know, because you, yes. I know you as a musician yes. as much as I know you as a comic. And it's the exact same thing. It doesn't change. Oh, he's too, he's too pop. Oh, he's an yeah. R&B guy. No, he can't play jazz. Oh, what's this? No, if your last name was jazz, he does jazz. If your last name was funk, oh, he does funk. And I said, man, and did you, you watch all three? Could you maybe watch all three? Or how about this? Let me come in the room. Tell me what you want to do. And I'll play all of it. And they're like this. We can't think that. It's too, it's too much. That's too much. Yeah, it's too much. Yeah. But I, I, I've always thought that, that it's a, a complete asset to have all those weapons man well we thought it was we thought it's almost you gave them too many choices i think people you gave i think them, you confuse people i mean you, i think i did i think you they may have. don't know where to put you when they don't know where to put you they don't put you anywhere because they, they it's need a easier box. to they find need, somebody they, they, yeah what's your, what's your audience i say everybody no they want 1834 black right. uh middle class if it goes like where all of them and they say who comes to your show i say everybody I thought that was a good thing. They were like, I, they don't know how to deal with that. There's nobody that everybody comes to your show. That's why I have kids on my show. I have parents on my show. I have millennials on my show. But you still do. Yeah, so I have to lie. But that's longevity, bro. Yeah. I mean, that's what it's all about. You're still out doing the thing. So, but now, like you say, no, we want to do that next thing, though. We want to do that thing. This is my thing. I'm going to take care of my family so we can take vacation. Like, when I listen to Sammy Hagar. I don't go like this. Man, I was taking the summer off. I said, no, that's. What I wouldn't that be do. nice? That's what I want. Right. Hey man, I'm gonna go to Europe. I think I'm gonna play some clubs when I get there. I'll figure right. out when I get there. Right. That's what I want. That's do. a luxury. That's the next step for you. That's what I want. And how do. do you get to from A to B? Oh, see, now I just realized they just. I don't know if you heard about the New Deal. They just gave Netflix just gave Eddie Murphy seventy million dollars for what? Thirty thirty five million for two specials each. Thirty. Oh. And I said, but they're giving him thirty five million. Because they haven't seen him. I said, you mean I can't get 20 and I'm here? Exactly. <laughs> We're going right. to give him 35 and Eddie deserves it because Eddie, Eddie kind of started. Great. He started a genre. Yeah. I said, but dude, I'm still here killing it. But I said, I, I see it. You know, you, if you're too, what they say, familiarity breeds contempt? Yeah, yeah. If, they, if you're too familiar, oh, yeah, somebody, we can get him next week. I said, oh, so I'm too familiar. Right. So you're I, too available, I'm, Sinbad. I'm, I'm playing with a concept. I've been playing with this concept for four years. Okay. When I started, I was dirty. Whatever dirty means. Right. Um, and I said, when I became clean, or I cleaned it up, right. I said, well, don't worry. I'll, the movies I'll do, I'll do gangsters. I'll do uh, superheroes. My movies will show I can do everything. Right. So I can do one thing with comedy. So I, the only reason I stayed clean, I was going to get dirty one night. And the woman said, I'm so glad you're clean so I can bring my mother. I was like, oh. That's too much responsibility. Be you, man. That's who you, what, I said, that's too much. But that is me. That's You're also both. part of me. So I'm, I'm both. That, yeah. And I thought about this four years ago. I said, you know what? I'm going to go out in January with a tour called Dirty Mind. I'm stealing right from Prince. I'm calling it Dirty Mind Tour. And you're going to do it. I'm going to do afternoon show clean, evening show dirty. And it's also a social experiment. Watch all those people who came to my clean shows want to check out the dirty show. 
Because be people who act like they want the show, we, they like the dark side. That's why you put those crazy shows on HBO. That's why those shows are hits. That's why Netflix won the awards. People like the dark side, but they act like they don't. Women hate strippers, but they take a pole dancing class. <laughs> The human yeah. condition, See what I'm man, saying? The human like condition is strange. Yeah, oh, it's almost like, God, I wish I could be that bold like a stripper. But I'm going to be a stripper, but I want to move like her. Oh. And they take a, a class from a stripper teaching pole dance. Well, this is what kind of ties into the whole theme of this thing, which is uh, yeah. music on the run. And we're not only talking music, we're talking life, and we're talking philosophy. Yeah. And the thing is, man, is that, you know, you, you can, it, it's hard to, to find that right path, man. Oh, how, do you find the, how do you find the balance? No, we're always fighting for balance. Well, exactly right. Yeah. Whether it's in, in, in our careers, yeah. or whether it's with our family. That's or what I'm our, saying. Where's that kids? balance? Because you start off always single. Remember, doing music. You're single. You don't need no balance. It's about me. Exactly I'll right. I'll sleep in a car. I'll put my bass on my back. I'll sleep in the car. I'll flop on somebody's couch. Exactly right. And now you're married. I, I, need, I need a house. We need a house. We need a place. You're like this. Ooh. Okay, now I got to take some. Time. Maybe I got to take that wedding take, gig I mean, after yeah, all. Thank you. <laughs> and now you got a kid, and the kid doesn't even see you. Man, I mean, I played with the time, but your kid like this. Whoever. Who? Dad? Yeah, and they're like this. Who? You're not even special. I always used to say, Yeah. Would Prince have been Prince if he had kids? I don't know. If he'd have had a couple kids who got in trouble in school, or didn't want to do music, you would have gone to the parent teacher conference or wore glasses, or glasses, and couldn't play music. Or whatever, what, what, would it have changed his coolness for him to do it? I want Johnny. <laughs> yeah, would it, the voice would, would, it cha- would it have changed his coolness. Um, yeah, man. Because like, my, my son's over. Son, I, need, I need my son to quit running around like that. Dude, I don't know, man. You know? I don't know. He was pretty excited about having a kid. So yeah, you never know. But but, but, but he never... would have. But I'm saying, the more he's excited, the more. I don't know if he could kept that. Name me a person. Who had a kid that was a good dad, now, not just entertaining, had a kid right. that didn't lose. It's a different cool, but not that mystique. I mean, even took Prince Pass, he was still cool in his 50s. He was still cooler than dudes 20 and 30. Absolutely. There ain't no young artist as cool as him. Well, that, that's a whole other story. Is yeah. That, he didn't have to, he really had no one to report to. No. Nobody no. to report, not his kids. You know what kind of freedom that is? Hey, man, I'm gonna play late. I'm gonna do a second show late tonight. Hey, I'm thinking about going to Paris tonight. Yeah. I would sit there like, and jealous. I want to go to Paris. Yeah, I want to go to Paris, but wait a minute. I, I gotta, can't. I got I to gotta, square this away. I got to take gotta my square, kid. To... I got to square this away. Yeah, I got to mow the lawn And then if, if your kids are like this, your daughter, I'm going to Paris with you too. Oh, no. Now it's a responsible trip. Because if you take your kid to Paris. No, you no, or wherever she wants to go. Let's go eat breakfast at this place. I'm going to go see this thing. You're like this. I don't see Paris the same way when you're with your family. You don't visit towns the same when you're by yourself when you're with families. When I come to Minnesota, I tell Seneca, hey, man, take me get some breakfast. Now, for my family, <laughs> let's go see some stuff. I said, well, I was going right. to sleep. I was going to take a nap. Yeah. But now you got to. Right. You know, and I love my daughter because she's, she's doing what I did when I first started. Man, I'm going to see Minnesota. I'm hang out in Minnesota. She's, she's excited. I'm, I'm going to hit the club. And, right. And now I'm like this. I've been there. I saw that club. You know? Oh. I'm going to get Netflix. Oh, they got Netflix in the room? They got Netflix? Yeah. I got my Netflix account. So what do you do when you're in the room? I mean, when you when you come to Minneapolis or whatever town you're in, has it changed over the years the way you react to a town? I mean, is it still exciting for you or is it I exactly still, that? But the problem is now you only got one day there. Back in the day, I would stay another day. Say if I did a show here. If I had nothing to do the next day, I didn't have no home to go back to. I would stay. I'm going to yeah. stay a couple of days. I meet right. some cool people. I find some stuff. 
Now, hey, I'm catching the first flight. <laughs> Look, I'm talking, what time do I leave tomorrow? I get in. I was in Pittsburgh yesterday. I flew in. I took a 10.30 flight. I landed at 8.30 in the morning, half dead. Right. I ate breakfast. Had yeah. to go do radio and TV. I said, oh, man, it's already 3. I got to get over. So I didn't get the sleep I should have got. So I slept to like right. 10 because I said, let me catch a later flight. I slept at 10. I got here. I said, Seneca, man, take, take, where's the breakfast place? It wasn't none. So I went to room service and begged him to make some breakfast. So they made me some breakfast. And next thing I know, I, I text him because I ate something wrong. I said, dude, I don't know what I ate, but give me a 15-minute window. Oh, really? To get this out. Oh. <laughs> of course, he texts me, hey, what's her name? I said, her name is Diarrhea. <laughs> See, it ain't like old school. My man. Uh, you know, My man. Like, yeah, her name is Diarrhea, baby. Oh. This, ain't, this ain't Jasmine or nobody no No, more. no. Them uh-huh. days are over, bro. Oh, no. no that ship is sailed. Yeah, that ship sailed, man. Oh, I'm talking about man. I think my ankle swole. <laughs> so what do you do now to, to because you're doing press, you're doing yep. you're doing shows, you're catching flights. How do you and and, and this is what keeps me alive, so, man. What bringing my bass or bringing my guitar or bringing a double a double a double guitar bag so I can put my bass and my and guitar, guitar in the bag. In and then I got a mini keyboard because I'm trying to learn how to play keys. Because I'm trying to be a finger drummer now. So I'm learning how to play. Yeah, but you guys see David Finger Hayes. I've seen him. It's not right. Dude he's a drum, is but not, he's, but he's a drummer. That's why. Not right though. I've got he played. He played with Shaka Khan on my funk festival. No, I just saw Shaka Khan by yeah. the way with Michael McDonald. She <sighs> ruined me. She was so great. Oh, she no, she'll never. She'll sing at her funeral. I did not. She'll know. sing at her own funeral. <laughs> she'll sing because no one else can do it right. Uh, she'll have to sing at her own but funeral. I, you know the reports that I heard for years was that she was like n- no. not bringing it. No, am I wrong? No, because I work with her, so I know she was bringing it. I know that I'm stuff was so, wrong. I'm so glad to be wrong, man. She's bringing it, I went bro. and saw it myself. Nona Hendrix is 74, and she's bringing it. No. I'm going to send you a video of her jumping up on a drum kit. No, you got to be kidding. Dancing. I'm like this. That gave me hope. Like, you know, we don't have to give up. Stay in shape. I tell entertain. You know what? The kiss of death. Nobody wanted wants to see a fat prince. Nobody wants to see a, a, a fat, uh, you know, anybody that was a superhero to them. Yeah. We owe it to ourselves. Our hair might get shorter, but right. we still find a funky cut. Our oh, you clothes, did, by yeah. the way. I cut, your hair is yeah, kind of yeah, whipped, man. Funky. You got a new deal. You got I a little, said, make it funky. little frosting That's all I got it. left. I said, I will make it funky. If I got a wisp. <laughs> well, I'm, if I'm, I got a wisp in the front. I've got a little bit. Little, yeah. yeah. If I'm, I got I'm, a wisp. I'm checking you I, out. If I got a wisp, I'm going to do the wisp. Oh, man. I'm, so how you, you talk about being in shape. What's being in shape to you? Um Okay, I was in Pittsburgh and they had a bodybuilding competition there. Okay. So I mean pro. So everybody looked like little orange oompa loompas oh, yeah. walking down the street because they got the right. tanning lotion. And the hotel told me we have to throw the sheets away because you can't get the, the dye out of the sheets. Oh. But you look at that cut. Right. But then I, I saw them eating donuts and going to the after they got through competing, they were eating the same junk I eat because they were so hungry. And then I said, I saw a trainer that was with them. Yep. And they had that in-between look. Like you in shape. Yeah. So you wouldn't be able to like, you know what? Like our boy Kenny playing drums. Kenny Ernoff. Kenny looks good on the drums. We just came, by the way, we just came from yeah. the Starkey uh, Hearing Foundation yeah. thing where Sinbad performed and he, dec- he said, I'm in town, let's do this podcast. But yeah. we saw Sammy Hagar with yeah. Mark, oh, bass player's last Mike, is it Mikey? Mike, Mike. Mikey, man. Yeah, Mikey, I'm sorry. He's still killing it. He's just unbelievable. And He's Kenny Arnoff, who I've known for oh. years, is just his arms are the same <sighs> as it was 20 years ago. He's just the same. He's got to be 60-something. Yeah. 
So right. he, I, I look at him. He just doesn't let himself get out of shape. The key is he just doesn't let himself get out of shape. That way he said he was in Paris or Germany the night before. That way you can jump on a plane and you can get there. So how do you do it? What, right, what's right the key now, for you? And now give me, now give me, give me eight weeks. Yeah. I'm going to the next level. I say, you know what? When you want to change your career or, or, or catch them, you give them what they didn't have before. Change the body. So what I'm doing this now, Harson's cutting sugar. I love sugar. I love sugar, I'm too. I'm cutting sugar. But if you get, get it down 80%, you can still do 20%. So That's the thing is discipline, man. I gave up everything else. Yeah. And my sugar, you know, that, this sugar is why bro. I'm a marathon runner, is so I can eat all that sugar. But see, if, but the sugar costs also inflammation. That's, That's yeah, 80% okay. of inflammation. Okay, so let's sugar. talk about needs. 80% of everything we, we our ailments are from yep. sugar. You cut sugar, my doc said, cut sugar, then tell me how you feel. Really? Yeah. I don't want to, la, 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 yeah, yeah, la, I know, la, I know, man. I'm not going to. I know, man. I know, dude, it's hard. I, love I, had to, I had to change coffee. There's a coffee called Aragano Coffee from a Ganoderma plant. It's, it's got less caffeine than decaf, but it still, it still gives you stimulation. It, it's good for high blood pressure, good for diabetes. So I look for natural stuff. You okay. know, so natural your diet's sweetness. what's important to you right yeah, now. Yeah, so now I had to get back clean. It was messed up. So I said, let me get back. Let me get back. Because, you know, you're eating out. and yeah. eating, I, don't, I don't do any more, hey, man, after my show, everybody, hey, let's go get a dinner. I said, you missed it. should have gone to breakfast with me. Now, breakfast oh, right. might be at four in the afternoon. Okay. A comic. But ain't no more like, hey, let's go to dinner after the show. It's That's over. done. Right. We don't get off to 11, 12. No, I'm done with that. Yeah. I'm, I'm always hungry that. after a show and I got to figure yeah. something else. That's why I had the stuff in the room peanut butter and jelly. Peanut butter and jelly, protein shake for me. Pe I just go That's home and whip that thing up. Peanut butter and jelly, right when I go back to the hotel, peanut butter and jelly. Pe nothing wrong with peanut butter, man. Peanut butter and jelly. PBJ is one of the best foods for cutting the sweet tooth. And getting the protein in your body. So, do you do any for? Are you working out at all? I mean, I yeah. know you've you. What? But, but now, but now I'm going to another level. I found this new trainer. I said, so I have both my knees are replaced. I wanted to I had talk about that. Had a double fusion in my yeah. back. But I'm going. But I met this this trainer, and she was she trained. She she was trained by my trainer. I knew she was my son's fourth grade teacher. And okay. She's she just an Amazon. She goes, Simba, I don't live heavy. I said, what? She goes, I eat sweets. I said, what? She goes. I'm gonna show you a whole new way of working out. She said it's not about heavy weights. She goes, I do I do high reps to failure. Okay. She said we'll be done in 45 minutes in the gym because you can't take no more. Is it's that like right? de deplete the muscle. I'm not gonna be no. I'm not a gym rat. So I got I'm I'm taking rubber bands on the road with me. So right. I'm on the road most of the time. Rubber bands. So I just want to get they fit that the, cut. But yeah. They fit in the luggage. Yeah. You don't have to go out of your room. Thank you. Yeah. Because I mean I got you can't go to the gym. Nope. Can you? Oh, no, I do. If you land, uh, uh, what's my man? Uh, the coach at Arizona State now. Oh, you got me there. Oh, God, man. He'll come to, he'll come to me. Get he, on the Google there. Uh, yeah, yeah. He, he's, he's been a pro football coach. He's coach at Arizona State well, Get now. it on your phone because you're going to shut down Pro Tools. Yeah, but he, <laughs> but he does. He does a thing. Um, as soon as he's getting hotel, he goes, man, as soon as he's getting town, i go right to the gym. That's why I wear gym trunks. I always got my workout gear on. So, so you're right ready to, to go. First. People no don't matter, bug no you, though, in the gym. They, they're, they're cool with you. No, I put on headphones like I'm listening to music. Okay. And then you got, you got bob your head like I'm listening. And then sometimes it gets so good to me, I hear it. <laughs> but now with the Apple Watch, I put my, my playlist on the Apple Watch. So, so I, I Bluetooth to my headphones, and I'm okay. good. So I just switched from the Apple Watch to the Garmin because this is a little bit more accurate for what I do. Uh -huh. But it's got music on it, too, which I haven't utilized because I still run with my phone in case I've fallen and I can't get up. And I go, <laughs> but now you can have your awesome. phone with you. But when I'm working out, yeah, uh, everything's controlled from my phone. I'm on my watch. The Apple Watch is kind of the bomb. I mean, I still have it. I like it. It's got everything.
Herm I was gonna, Edwards. That might have a few more things. Um, Herm Edwards. Herm Edwards. Okay. Thank you. Herm is in great shape. You're welcome. Timet, you get in town, you get in there, get in the gym, get it off the way. Once you're out the way, you ain't gonna worry about it no more. That's true. That's his thing. That's true. So for me, working out or running is like an escape to get away from yeah. the computer, yeah. Ableton, uh, whatever. I mean, mail, yep. just the stuff for the day, man. I don't want to deal with it. So I get out and I run. And it totally takes my stress level from here. So here I and it allows me to be a better musician. That, see, everyone has a thing. My wife, she used to be running, but she messed her knee up, so now she's a walker. Okay. She gets up every day at 6 a.m. And her, her and her friend go out and they walk. They God. walk. I said, I ain't never doing so that. So that's a social thing for your wife. Yes. Right? Yeah. See, I have a social thing with she the She gets her steps. She gets her steps in and everything. No kidding. You, yeah. You're like, no, I ain't happening at no. 6 a.m. That is. <laughs> I go, I'll go to the gym. Sometimes I go to the gym in the morning, but I probably go to the gym at night. I'm a night gym guy. Not me, man. I'm a night I, gym I got to do it right first thing in the morning because I'll find every excuse not to do it later no. on in the day. I'm a night gym dude. No way. Yeah. Do you play ball anymore? No, that's been done. That's been done? That's been done. I'm getting back. I'm gonna take some um, some keto because uh, you can't do all that kicking and stuff. Keto is all about pressure points and grabs. Okay. Yeah, because that way, if I gotta do a move or gotta fight, I have all that stuff already. So you, you yeah, I suppose you gotta be careful with your knees and everything. Oh yeah, man, you can't your do back it. and all that. You're done jumping and all. You but can't be you over macho, around, dude. The way you move around stage is like you're attacking the stage. Yeah, because you know what that. Because uh, I'm, I'm stay flexible, I'm always stretching. Okay. So I don't, I, I can move on the stage. I can make sure I can get, get those movements. But that's, I, I was wondering how you do that. If you, if I mean, especially with the way you, you just described to me, and you said you had your back fused or something. Yeah, but I got double fusion. But remember, Ooh. I use CBD oil. Is that right? Oh heck yeah, bro. Really? Does that work? Heck yeah, it works. But the right one, most of it, fifty percent of CBD is fake. But if you find the right one, it's golden. So I. I, I they even got biofreeze with CBD now. No way. Because yes. I tried it because I have a little thing with my speaking voice. Yeah. And I tried it right here on my throat. I went to L.A., yeah. went into the, the, the place, gave my license, went yeah. in, caught about all the pot in the world, but I didn't... Uh, well, CBD I don't need a license. I don't... Oh. No, CBD don't need a license. That's right. You it's buy, ex extract. There's no psychotropics in it. That's it's exactly right. It's extract that comes from hemp. So you better turn me on to what working yeah. for you because it's I'm called always... It's I use one called Be True. Really? Yeah. I hope to get my own little dispensary because I think people can take better care of their health. I want to. I want people to not be scared because they keep thinking marijuana. I said, no. There's a lot of church ladies that said, no, CBD is not marijuana. Right. I said, you take Percocet, you ain't got no problem with it. You take Oxycontin, you ain't got no problem with that it. That is the But whole. I say CBD and you and you jumping back. Because it was illegal. Yeah. Or, I mean, was CBD, well, CBD was, was never illegal. It was never illegal, but they, right, right. they just, it's it's kind of new. It was it's stigma, man. Yeah, it was the stigma. That's crazy. Now it's helping people all yeah. over the world. Saving people. Man, I know. It's just unbelievable. Hey, everybody. Let's take a quick break from the interview with Sinbad because I want to talk to you about a couple different things. First of all, go over to patreon.com forward slash music on the run podcast. That again is www.patreon.com forward slash music on the run podcast. And that is where you can partner with us and financially support all the good things we're doing here on music on the run. Of course, there's a lot of incentives for you as well. Number one, you get a lot of behind the scenes footage, pictures, and maybe even some merch. I'm sure you can understand it takes a lot to put on these podcasts and we love doing them, but it always costs money and we would love to partner with you. 
So go over to patreon.com forward slash music on the run podcast, and we'd love to have you as our partner. The other thing I wanted to talk to you about is the company Electro Voice. Electro Voice is a company based here in Minneapolis, Minnesota, and they specialize in PA speakers and, of course, microphones. They've uh, taken good care of us for many, many years. Uh, prior to me starting Music on the Run podcast, uh, I've endorsed them for a very long time. And I'm actually speaking into one of their mics right now that is a staple in the radio business called an RE320. You know, what's funny is that I actually use this mic a lot on hi-hats and bass cabinets. And it's so versatile. And it's just one of the many, many super high-quality professional microphones that Electrovoice has to offer. Go check them out. You can find them at your favorite music store or just go online at electrovoice.com. Hey, let's get back to that conversation with Sinbad on Music on the Run. Now, where do you go from here? The next thing is is the, the tour in January? Uh, you no, know, I'm, I'm on the road every weekend. But you're changing it up. You yeah, said. in January, it becomes the Dirty Mind tour. That's, I don't know if it's going to be Dirty Mind or somebody talking dirty after dark. I like Dirty Mind. Are you going to play on this one? You, you, yeah, okay, this is what I'm doing now. Yeah, you got to tell me this how you're integrating is, music with, I, I, with comedy. I, I had gotten away from it because I had quit shedding, and I had, to, I had to pick the bass guitar. Man, I quit shedding. I don't know why. why is, Six, yeah, seven months, great. I don't know what happened. You know, you just get overloaded, but you don't because it's your job. Yeah. I got overloaded, and then I got frustrated because, you know, when you see great bass players, you got to keep, as I was looking at you and, and Marcus Miller, I said, I got to quit looking at that because Marcus even told me, dude, I've been doing you. You can't quit because you're watching us do right, this. Right. He said, "Find you." He said, "Dude, you'd be surprised. You might become great if you just keep playing. And if you're in pocket, you you right. can you can play with anybody. If you can, right. and it's your if you can hold song. pocket, if you can hold pocket, you can walk with any band. And that's what I said. Rhythm funk that get that rhythm stuff because lead there. takes time. Get the rhythm, yeah. and you can play some lead over chords, some little some singles like melodies over changes. Right. And then it comes. So I said, you know what? I have to stay the course this time. I would always get close. And then I stop. I said, dang, it's like, why do I keep stopping? So now this time, I'm 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 cool. So are you taking lessons? Or are you yeah, just I, take lessons, about... but I take lessons. I get cast online. That's what I remember I doing I'm doing now. I just put music on and I'm making my ear work. I used to go, hey, show me tabs. Hey man, show me how to play this. Right. But now I don't I don't do that. Unless I can't get it, I go like this. I go, what key is that in? Okay, if key, okay, let me learn C minor scale. Let me see my scale. So I made myself have to yeah. some theory. Right, I ain't right. trying to read. I'm you not trying to join. I said, you know Sometimes what? You don't need I know to. where to go. I know there's a box. I know it's on the basis, usually within three frets or something. Yeah. And then if I can learn a couple positions on it, I can get a little funky. I can slide to that second position. That's right. And I said, oh. So I took all that pressure off myself, and I'm trying to you know, thump. I said, yeah. thumping, good thumping takes time. Oh, it's Marcus is the king, man. Marcus and Larry, Marcus and Victor I mean, those guys. Marcus Woo. and Victor Wooten, man, and Larry. But Victor said, start slow. Just start slow. Said, before you know Victor? It, he said, you're going to be sitting in front of TV. And before you know it, you're going to be doing these triplets. And you don't know where they came from. So he's the one. I was, yeah. I looked at him and I, because he's a dear friend of mine, too. And I just look at him and I'm like, I'm going to burn them all. But remember, you have to look at his life. If you want, if you really want to understand Victor Wooten, he's the little brother. You got me, his brother Reggie. He's the little. Reggie, I know, Reggie, and, and and Joe Reggie, and but no, Reggie taught them all. He's Reggie, the teacher. Reggie, Reggie, they should do a documentary about the Wooten brothers and what Reggie did. Yeah, Victor said, "All I know, is, Victor, I've been playing since I was four years old. Five at five or six, he was opening for Curtis Mayfield. He had a small bass. He, he said he thought everybody. He said he'd be in the airport. So what do you play? And they had to tell him everybody don't play music. 
He thought everybody played music. Well, exactly right, because he yeah. grew up in a musical family, yes. and I have the same thing, and that's why the Wilsons are the Peterson. It just came out of nowhere. Reggie called his mother said, we're going to start a band. Dude, it's insane. I think Cat Dyson was around those guys yes. at that same yes, time, Yes, she was. Too, right? from the area. That's Cat's right. from Virginia, Virginia, where they're from. Right, 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 right. And Cat did a star search with me. No. Yeah. You know, Cat's like my sister, though. Cat was one of the first people to try to teach me how to play guitar. Come on. She was something to do. Trying. Cat was like, trying to do too much. I gave Cat. And she will cut you gave, out, I too. gave Cat a guitar because I said, I'm not worthy. I bought a Taylor T5. You know, it could do the acoustic sound yeah. and the electric guitar. She says, what's she what you, what, you, what you doing with this, Sinbad? I said, I don't know, man. I was in the store. And it looked, <laughs> you couldn't and, help yourself. And I kept thinking, one day I could be able to switch back and forth. She goes, but you can't play one yet. Why are you going to switch back and forth? I gave Kat the guitar. No. I said, one day when I worth it, I'll come back for it. Did you, go, every did time you get I see it yet? Every time I see it, she goes, I said, no, that's yours. I said, that's your guitar. Oh. I told Kat, that's your guitar. So you've, you've always been playing music, and you've, uh, you've well, always been- I stopped for 30 years. I was what? a drummer. I was drumming in high school, played drums. I went to college, played ball. My sophomore year, I just put drums. I quit. And then I- You grew I, up a drummer. Grew up a drummer. All right. Uh, started playing drums in fifth grade. Uh, got to playing ball, joined the military, did all this stuff, became a comic. And I kept yeah. thinking, I'll get back to music one day. I'll get back to music one day. Yeah. And then, uh, dude, before I know it, dude, 30 years had come by. I was, dude, I was 55 when, yeah. I, when I picked up. The, uh, first one I got back on drums first and then I got back on drums I said I'm too far back I'm Sinbad I can't be this far back right and somebody said why don't you play guitar I said yeah but I thought I was going to be soloing within a month oh. so I, 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 dude dude I bought this book I bought this good book How to Play Guitar I'll be a mass guitar player in 30 days oh they got you in man in 30 days my they... hands hurt I couldn't bar chord <laughs> So I threw, I bought a strap, I threw the guitar behind my couch. I said, I got the wrong guitar. Ooh. I went back to Guitar Center and bought another guitar. Yeah. Same, said, same thing? Yes, but this is set up different. Oh. Dude, couldn't play it. I met this guy at Costco, old blues player. I was talking about the problem with my, my guitar. He goes, like, look, I ain't allowed to go on the road no more. I used to be an alcoholic. But yeah. my wife said, I can show you something. He came to my house, where's the one that you threw behind the couch? He gave me that one. Dude, he stopped playing. He said, man, this guitar is butter. He said, don't ever sell this guitar. He goes, this guitar is probably one of the best guitars you ever bought. He said, every once in a while you luck up. I didn't know what he meant at the time. Every once in a yeah. while you find a guitar like this. Like Prince had them guitars that could just play, but they weren't expensive. They were just... They, exactly. They, they were, were what just, he could yeah. afford at the time yeah. or whatever that felt good in his hands. Because and he kept all playing about them. Even when he had money, he kept playing those guitars. He did. It was his signature. It was his baby. People always wanted to stop me. Hey, I want to get this guitar to Prince. He won't take it. I said, I'm not taking it to him. Yeah, and he always, Just beautiful, they always give though. me guitars to give to him. And Prince, I don't want it. Yeah. He, didn't, he don't want it. No, no, he, he had what he wanted. And he no, had to think, it. well, he also was brilliant when he when he was going to design a guitar for yes. himself. He was like, it's going to look it's a gotta certain way. It's got to be Prince, like, like, like the androgynous like, one. Yeah. 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 He ain't going to be no regular guitar. So do you think you'll still do comedy and music at the Funkity? Yes. Jazz? So this week, yeah. I, I stepped into it last week. I was bold enough. I was in L.A. Yeah. And I almost punked out. I got to the venue. And my, Daniel, Danny LaMelle, used to play with uh, Rick James. Oh, yeah, I don't know. He used to say, blow, Danny, blow. Okay. That's who Mud Saxophone players. Oh, what? Remember, I got Wayne Vaughn playing keys. Oh. Dude, that's my band. You got all the cats. Yeah, I'm like the worst one. So they, <laughs> no, they, they do. Smart. But it pushes Smart. me. Of course it Dude, I'm, I'm in a panic mode. But by the time we're ready for a show, I said, dude. I, and that's why I thought for me to stay on the guitar, I have to set goals for myself. 
So I said, I'm going to play by this day. I'm going to play these songs by these three, these three songs. I'm going to play this four you songs. you got to light the fire on yeah. it with your ass to So do I that. did it, yeah. and then I, I didn't work as hard as I was supposed to work. Yeah. And Danny said, oh, I'm driving up. I said, well, dude, don't make the drive. No, I'm driving up. I'll be backstage. You're going to play it. You're going to play. I said, well, Danny, I'm not quite ready. Then that's your fault, right? Ooh. But you he, need people like that, he though. He held me accountable. Yeah. Right. But you know, we did it. So the first night I was trying to figure out, okay, what are we going to do? So we, we had some stuff. Right. Okay, that didn't work. Let's do it at the beginning. And accidentally it kind of worked. I said, okay, I know what we're going to do. We'll come out. Because folks sometimes get freaked out. Is he going to do music? He's going to do comedy? So we come out and I bring I bring my target base. I start talking to the people as as my character. Is, is Memphis Red? Yeah. Oh, but, right. But, yeah. yeah, you're alter ego. Yes. Yeah, so well, I'm talking. <laughs> I'm, I'm telling. Right. I'm, I'm going to tell the joke, but I jump in a song. So it becomes talking and playing. So I'll do one up top. So now right. in New York, I'm going to I'm gonna be there for four days at this comedy club. We're doing like six uh, shows. Okay. By the time we walk out of there, I'll know I got a keyboard player named Andre Sims out of New Jersey. Okay, I'm not this young boy can play. No, he's a young cat. Yeah. Play everything. Okay. So it's bass, sax, him, and then I got another friend who plays bass in New York wants to play with us, so I'll jump to the guitar. So I had to learn the guitar part and the and the uh Bass part for all the songs. You have to, man. Yes, I, I got that. But now I want to learn keys for Talkbox. Oh, Roger Trump. Yeah. yeah you're so I'm go trying to learn how to play keys. And right now, enough for Talkbox, but I want to keep playing keys. Why funk, man? Why Minneapolis? Why you like this uh, stuff? Funk is every it. time funk I mean, always, we've funk gotten together, you're, you're like, funk is come always on, it. let's jam, man. Funk has always been it. Funk has always been it. Funk has always been it. Yeah. I was raised on funk. And even the Motown sound transferred to funk. It, when the world got militant, like 68, I'm what, 12 years old? Yeah. That's, you know, your influence. And that's Sly Stone was hitting yep. me and all that stuff. And Larry Graham, and I was like this, ooh, this my new stuff. Right. And they were saying something different in Motown. They weren't trying to appease anybody. They were right. saying, F you. Exactly. It yeah. was not the bubblegum kind no, of pop no, that was coming no, to Detroit. No, It was, it was different. Something. And that's why even Stevie, something changed my sound. Barry got mad. He go, well, I'll leave. It's Temptations. Right. When they did Psychedelic Shack. He said, man, right. they, they might not buy it. Well, we're going to leave then. <laughs> well, thank God they yeah. stood up for themselves. Yeah, they man. stood up and Woo. said, we're going to do this music. So right. funk, and even jazz. I'm a jazz fusion, jazz funk. I like Lonnie Liston Smith. Okay. I like I like Ronnie Laws. I like I like Bobby Humphrey. I, I okay. mean, when you go back to Coltrane and stuff, dude, you can't play nine Coltrane songs in a row. You, you want to do heroin. <laughs> and he did. Yeah, think about right. it. Dude. And I know when you talk to jazz heads, they get mad at me, pure jazz, like the Wynn Marcellus, pure jazz heads. Yep. I said, dude, you know what? After about four songs, dude, I, I can't take all the scale changes. <laughs> you've played all them scales. You played everything. You've played, by the fourth song, you've, I, your tech, I mean, I'm, in, I'm blown away by the technique. Right, of course. I'm blown away by what you can do. I said, I can't dance to that. I can't move to that. And all, you, all, you do, all you can do is, is yeah. boppers. You would bebop. Yep. That's why Miles Davis changed it. The birth of cool. Miles kind of started funking with it. He sure did, man. You know, he bitches brew, the whole bitches thing up. brew, changed it. He electrified and remember, it. And remember, Pierce got mad at him. Oh yeah. Pierce got mad at Herbie oh, Hancock yeah. when he started doing rocket and he stuff. Sure did. Herbie got the money though. I love what I love. No, Herbie didn't change because Herbie still Herbie said it's another form of music and it was supposed to mutate. I what? like what Miles Davis. No Miles said. Man, man, shut the fuck up. Jazz is whatever you want it to be. Right. And that's why I said, he's right. 
How you gonna put you gonna put chains on jazz? How you gonna put chains on right. jazz? And that's what we were talking about yeah. earlier in the conversation yeah. is the versatility shouldn't be a bad thing, yeah. man. Dude. Tell me okay, give me give me a good Quincy story because Quincy I'm Jones, a huge first meeting I mean, I'm, he, he, he mentored me, he takes me to, I was working with Fox at the time. He brought me to New Orleans. He owned that Fox at that time he was a part owner of the Fox Network. Right. I met uh, my girl from Dookie Chase's restaurant, one just passed away this year. She was like 90 some years old, still cooking. Mm. It interested me all the jazz dudes and all the music, man. Yeah. And uh, he had some shoes on. I said, Quincy, he, he said, man, I had these shoes made in Europe. A week later, he didn't even ask my shoe size. He had shoes made for me and sent them to me. No. I said, I won't be like that. No, young cat said, hey, man, I like that. Yeah. Because there was a young cat. He, uh, he said, man, if I ever get that saxophone, and uh, I bought him that saxophone. I just sent it to him. He goes, he said, man, so you said, if you ever could play that saxophone, because he had his, he had a little beat-up saxophone. Right. He said, I know, he had rubber bands on the saxophone. Playing it. Playing it. He goes, man. Right. I said, dude, what is that? He goes, but well, it's, it's all I can afford right now. But, you know, he had it in a bag. He didn't have a case for it. Oh. He had it wrapped in a bag. So I got him one, man. He's like this. They just, I can't play that's it. some karmic said, stuff, don't though, dude, man. I'm telling you. Yeah. That I said, don't tell me. Don't, you got somebody. What do you mean you ain't going to play it? You better play it. You better drop it. You better dang it. Don't tell me you ain't going to play it because it looked too good. Right. Right. He said, it's too pretty to play. That's the karmic stuff. That, that, that all comes back, though. So Q. Yeah. He, he didn't, he's the one who was responsible for giving you the show for a minute. Right? Yeah, yeah. When I did, when I did vibe. By the way, for those of you yep. who don't know, he came and sat in with me at the NAMM show. Yeah, this because it was fun, in, man. In January. That was so cool, man. So I get my daughter, every once in a while she'll sit in with me. I get my That's daughter to sit in with me. And then, then we go to another level. We, now we're singing. Everything's crazy. It just goes next level. Is your son musical too? He did, my son was rapping. My son went to engineering school, uh, pro tools, everything. He, he did, did all that. And he said, okay, I'm, I'm going to be a director now. Oh, so he switched so gears. He's, he's a director, but the thing is, now it works because he does audio for video better than anybody out there because he went to engineering school. So they bring exactly. him to do okay. sound sometimes because he's the only one who understands sound. And then he took keyboard lessons with the, with the Hammond player. Uh, he teaches everybody in, in L.A. He, first he took lessons with him and could play the piano. Ooh. My son, with the opposite of me, I had ADHD. If he says he's going to do something, he gets right into it. He gets right into it and does it. He's disciplined. It's not, yeah. not, ADHD doesn't mean that, that No, that, that it you means. Know what it means? We are disciplined, and we don't do that. We don't want to do it. The thing is, sometimes we go like this. Ooh, is that a horn over there? This is what happens to us. Yeah. You're playing keys. Is that a horn? <laughs> Squirrel. And, and, you, and, you, yeah. and you get off the keys, and you teach like this. What are you doing? I think I'd rather play that. Or you go like this. Yeah. I know how they can combine with that. In my mind, I see how it hooks up. He goes, so my man's like, okay, let's finish one at a time. Right. That right. way, get really good at one. Get really good at then Because I figure this is my gimmick. Yeah. Guys will be a better bass player than me. Guys will be a better guitar player than me. But you're gonna be a better better bass player, guitar, keyboard, talk box, sax player. Is that is that right? That's gonna be my key as I jump to different instruments. You can do everything. They're gonna like, be oh, like man. Sammy Davis. Yeah, do everything. <laughs> you're right, man. Sammy, man. Tap. One Call day we'll, well, you know what I've been taking, you know what I'm getting ready to take lessons with? Jesse Johnson. I man, Jesse would do that in two seconds. Dude, Jesse listen, Chaz Jesse said, Man, me and Jesse have been talking. Good. He said, dude, I didn't realize Jesse played bass like that. Jesse's a beast on everything. I didn't know Jesse played bass like that. Jesse is He said, man, ridiculous. let me show you. So I'm going to show you some I'm gonna show you some stuff to keep away from a bunch of other stuff. And dude, you can be surprised. Yeah. He said, we're going to get rid of all this other stuff trying to do. Simplify. He said, I'm going to show you some fun. And you're going to find out you're going to get better. As you simplify it, 
Don't get funky. Because remember, we were young. We were 15, 16. Right. You simplify and then you get complex. Yeah. Simplify, get complex. So he just got back from Japan. I said, I'm, I'm going to play with Jesse. I saw Jesse uh, at Paisley in April. I heard he turned We that. talked on the phone for an hour because he's good Cause friends with Oliver Lieber. Because you, you can't talk less than an hour to Jesse. No, you don't talk at all. No. Jesse talks. You, you can't talk less you than just an hour to Jesse. And Jesse got stories and stories and info. Do you know that Jesse's the one who groomed me? I got to give him so really? much love. So when I got in the time, it wasn't Morse Day. He was never there. Really? Prince was never there. It was Jesse cracking the whip, James really? Brown style on me. Yeah, yeah, man, you non-funky mother. What? what? I mean, he, oh. What? He, that was his approach back in those days. I'm sending this to Jesse right now. Oh, come on. No, but he's the one who molded me and turned me from this little 17-year-old suburban white kid from Richfield into something they could work with, for God's sake. Really? He was the dude, and we almost were roommates. What? We, I mean, it was this close, but I was still living with moms. Oh, that's too funny. <laughs> and I was not moving out of moms. So I'm just going to stay at mom. But Jesse, and, and, Jesse's and, and, a and great Jesse's dude. And Jesse's probably the only one that's really honest about Prince. Yeah, he, he he's brutally honest. Yes, he is. Those two, really honest. Those two yeah. got along and didn't get along. He said, "Man, we butted heads, but it was respect." Of course, we butted heads, but respect. We butted heads, but respect. Prince and I butted heads when I left the yeah. group. I went bye bye. Well, he butted heads. He butted heads with Jimmy Jam. Man, Prince, I think butted heads with everybody, but still respect because you still were better. You were better. Everybody, everybody that left said, "You know, but I'm still a better person. I'm a better player." There's, there's just because I was with him. Absolutely. But I think when you with, I think when you're with greatness. And you finally butt heads. You have to go. Remember, remember they said martial arts. When you when you're with a, a great teacher, yeah, a great and a real martial arts. When he can no longer teach, he gives you his belt. See, they kick you out. Martial arts. He gets. You, he says you got to find another. Right. He goes. What? It's time to learn from somebody else. M music. They don't want to do that. They want to. They want to kind of keep you here. They groomed you, but they want to keep you here. You go like, right. well, I want. I want to try this other thing. And it's even common. They're almost mad that you go in this other direction. So, I, but. You almost made me, you taught me to go in this other direction. Exactly right. Between my family telling me to do, you know, to, grooming me yeah. to be who I was as a, as a jazz player and a, uh -huh. that kind of thing. And then going from that kind of... Um, so you were pure jazz, right? You were jazz I was a jazz head and then I got into the time and, and they went, well, oh. we aren't going to be able to do that now. You, you've got to play parts and this is how it looks. Wow. This is how it sounds. So they had to go put on the brakes on that. But I, it was like the now most. Rogers. Is that right? <laughs> Do you, you hear this story about him and Bernard? No. Okay. You ever read Nile Rogers' book? No. Please I'm... read it. He should okay. be dead. Really? He'll tell you he should be dead. Is that Niles right? Nile Rogers should be dead. He should be dead. His life is, his, his life is fantastic to me. His life is phenomenal to me. What saved his life in New York was Jazz on Wheels. They came like a bookmobile and they would teach you jazz. What? Why does that not exist? Can you see that in Minnesota? Jazz on Wheels. They have a jazz, They have something like that. Really? The, the drummer from uh, Rufus. Really? I'm, I'm going to space his name right now. Andre Fisher. Really? Uh, was married to um, uh, oh, Natalie Cole for years. He's here really? in town doing exactly that. It made... Now it's Rogers. And now mention all these other people. Jazz on wheels come through Harlem and kids could play the instruments and they told them jazz. Jazz on wheels. Now Niles ends up becoming this bad jazz player, right? Right. So he's in this band with Bernard, man. So, you know, we, they funkin', right? Right. 
Funk, they said, now nah, so I'm playing every change. You know, remember in funk, you find a chord and lay there for about you a week. Hang on there. You lay there for yes, about a week. Yes, you do. And, and rocker guys think that's easy, but it's not to play that with groove. It's not. No, it's not because you, your mind wanders. Because they, they, try, they, try, they try to play funk off like it's easy. No, it ain't, no, bro. It ain't. And um, everybody know that plays funk can play rock. Oh, my God, Jesse, they all can play rock. Every, everybody oh, yeah. that plays funk can play rock. Michael Hampton, all those guys, they can play rock. Mm-hmm. Man, now I said he was all over the place. They went on the break and the leader said, Hey, what the what you playing, man? Oh, Lord, playing all them damn notes. And now so he freaked out. And wow. Bernard said, look, man, pick a chord and stay there. No. That's why I remember Bernard was like this. Wow. He said, look, man, just, you know how you're doing jazz, just pick a chord. But but now that he picked interesting jazz chords. That's why that beginning sheet, dun, 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 dun. Everybody thinks they can play it. 80, 90% of people play it wrong. Right. It's just so like he threw his knowledge yeah, based yeah. on, in, on conceptualized that into yes and put right, it into and that. Put that into the funk. It's so like, what's the legacy we're gonna leave, man? What what do you think it is? What what's what, because I saw you outside, man. Mm-hmm. You're one of the kindest dudes I've I've seen. You, we there was a there was a homeless dude outside, and he was like, I don't have any cash. I don't know whether you want to share this or not. But yeah, yeah. The, the way, had, you know you know how sometimes you. You got a bill that's too big. You know, it was a homeless well, it's cat. True. And, and your bill is too big. It's like I gotta get some change. But what'd you do? I always try to keep small bills on me so you yeah. do that. But sometimes the bill is too big. I'll tell the cat, well, look, I'm gonna get some meat and I'll bring you some out. Cause they used to say, Well, you got it. I said, don't even worry about that. Yeah. Cause that but I got might kill you. Right. You right. might go somewhere and go kill yourself. Well, that's exactly you the might truth. go kiss. But then he's talking about West website. He maybe he's talking about man, I'm trying to get back. He's very, he, he went somewhere I didn't expect. Yeah, exactly. I thought, right. hey man, I just need a room for night. Well, I'm trying to get back and get my website together. I'll get my and, stuff and, together. Yeah. And I said, I don't know if that's true or not. But dude, that's one of the best. Dude, that's one of the best I have ever heard. But and you I, were schooling him yeah, too. Man. Don't don't I, let me down. Now put mojo on. So I said, if you do something wrong with it, yeah. it's come back at you. I'll put mojo. I've had I had a guy give him uh, too much money one time, yeah. and he came back to me. I saw him like two or three weeks later. Dude, man, I didn't do right with the money you gave me. A car hit me the next day. Woo. I said, dude, I put my mojo on it. Mm-hmm. You can't but do man, wrong with this money. You can't do wrong with this money. But that's the right kind of legacy, yeah. man. That, that's that's the real stuff. At the end of the day, that's all we got. We, I've, seen, ever seen people, I've ever seen people tell home, go get a job. Really, did you just tell them go get a job? His brother smells like urine. Yeah. Um, you see, you see the shoes on his feet. Yeah. Okay. How about this? Well, what should I done so bad? Look, man. Let me get you a shower. Let me take you somewhere you can shower up. If right. we can try to get you a job, I don't know if you can fill out the application. I know a place I can send you to shower fill the application. Right. I said, why don't you do that? What did they take <clears throat> out your pocket? Like they said tonight, look at Starkey Foundation. Right. You can't just walk by. How you just walk? By? People in L.A. walk by. <laughs> Like, they don't see them. Right. And I know there's a lot of them. And I know a lot of it's scam because you watch the Dateline where I hate the one where the kids or somebody's on the side of the road and they go to another pimp dude who who they're giving the money to. Right. But uh, or, they, or they do is... It's hard to know, man. I mean, it's... So like that's why I keep heart- small amounts. If I do small amounts of money... Right. At the worst, what? Five, ten? If he used it wrong, right. what'd they do to me? Nothing. It didn't do nothing to me. No. Not at all. So, you know, you sometimes you might... One, one brother... Was a vet. I th- well, he said he was a vet. Right. I was in Portland. I said, "Hey, man, I'm gonna go eat with my family." But his brother was so sharp. He was right. so, mine was so sharp. He said, "All right, my brother." I was in the Air Force, like you, man. Brother, I won't be out of here. I ain't trying to be this. This ain't me. This ain't where I'm staying. He said, right. "Man, I'm just trying to get a room." I said, "Bro, let me go here. I'm gonna get something to eat." And I'm, you know, I'm gonna see if he's real too. Right. Came out. He was us. He didn't bother me. He said, "I figured somebody, if you're gonna help me, you come back over me." I went over to him. I gave him all the money he needed to go get a room. But I got a room for a whole week. 
Wow. It's that day to day. He just started crying. He said, man, he said, you know, I, 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 he said, I'm going to tell you, man. He said, I'm, I'm going to go get my wife. I'm going to get a room, man. Hmm. I said, and we're going to turn this around. Man. He said, because I don't have to worry about where I'm staying each night. It's funny, man. So his wife was you, somewhere else you, trying to make things happen. He said, I'm going to go get my wife. He said, we, we, we're going to get this room, and I'm, I'm going to turn this around. I can see this face. I said, because he told me, I ain't staying out here. This ain't going to become hmm. me. There's more people outside now than ever before. God, there's man. more people at food banks than ever before. People working jobs. Not, I mean, talking about. See, there's a lot of mentally ill. There's a lot of people who are always going to be homeless because right. they don't want to be in the house. They don't want to be inside. We have to right. think about how we're going to deal with that. Wow, can you deal with yeah. that? You well, can't you deal do? with that. You provide places. What they're doing in some cities where they can take showers, where they can clean up, where people can leave clothes that they can grab clothes. Right. That's, they can come that's, back to. That's called right. meet, meeting people where they are. True. This one True. guy, I guess he rented these trailers for they could shower up. And they were going in. He said they got rules. He got security out there, so nobody gets raped right, or anything like that. Right, right. They take showers and instead of taking clothes to, to the, the Goodwill and Salvation Army, start bringing clothes there. Wow! So they can pick through some clothes, and now you know they might still be on the street, but they're clean. Right. And then there's a cat who they have cuts, options. Then there's a cat who's a barber who cuts the hair. Man, you ever seen these cats change? I'm dude. I see homeless cats. One one young dude that said, "Dude, you look like you could be an actor." He said, "Man, I do look kind of sharp, don't I?" He has some new clothes he on. Just got his hair, and again. they cut his hair. Yeah, and I was like, "This dude." Yeah, I said, "If you met a girl at a club night, she would know you were homeless." He said, "Then I, I might need to make that be true, right? Because if I met somebody, and I, I'm a homeless man, then I'm nothing." I said, "You're never nothing." I said, "Drug yeah. problem?" He said, "Yeah." Yeah. He said, "I'm in and out." I yep. said, "That's the hardest thing to beat: drugs, alcohol." I said. I do believe. I said, brother, I do believe. I do. I believe in a greater part of us. Mm. I think when you're done, you'll be done. Yeah. I said, when you're done, I said, dude, I know it's going to sound crazy because people talk. I said, I want you to find a church. Now, let's face it. There's a lot of fake Christians. We've seen it in this country right now. Some of these Christians are the worst people I've met in my life. Some of the worst. It's scary. Some of the it's worst scary, people I've met. Man. Through the name of God. Did you so you told his brother, though, to go find a church because yeah, I why? Said, I said, because, man, a support group. I see find a church, I said, and if it's good people, there might be some good. Yeah. Out of the church, say there's a thousand people in the congregation. If you find three good ones, you did good. Yeah. You know, I think the best thing that we could do at this point, man, because we have to do this before you leave, is we got to play a little bit. Don't oh, you think? Oh, man, I don't know, Come man. on, it's time for that bass level. I don't know, man. I don't know, man. I think it is. Now, I want to do, this is what I want to do. On what? the run, I want to come back, because I'm doing this stuff here. Yeah. I want to come back here with my bass and guitar and say, let's play. You want to do that? Yeah, I'm going to come back and say. So I'm not going to put oh, him. You won't let me put him on the spot. No, That's no, fun. no. I want to be right. When okay. I get on the spot, I understand. my new goal is, like I said, when I get on stage for now, like I said, even this weekend, I said, I wasn't doing this no more where I was just halfway there. Because when I played this weekend in LA, somebody said, man, I thought somebody was playing behind you. All right. I said, I said all right. That's exactly right. All right. So I said, man, you playing that bass. I said, all right. And it's just we'll do it off camera because I got something I want to show you. Okay, cool. Yeah, we'll do that. We won't do that for y'all. Cool. Thank you so much for cool. taking time, man. Really, I mean. My pleasure, my pleasure. You're always so much fun to cool, hang man. out with, my man. Pleasure, Sinbad, man. everybody. And this is Music have... on the Run. We will see you next time. Cool. All right. Beautiful. Man, it's cool, man. Music on the Run mm. was hosted by yours truly, St. Paul Peterson. 
produced by my buddy Davide Razzo, edited and recorded by Ivan Sobostiano, recorded at the Workhouse in Minneapolis, Minnesota. And remember, if you actually kept track of that conversation, you're doing better than 90% of the population. <laughs>